Imagine you're 80 years old, sitting on a park bench next to a man. He tells you about his immense love, his travels, his incredible success. This man is who you could have been. This is you. Take control. Become a master of your life. This is Mentors Collective. What is up, Mentors Collective, and welcome to another awesome episode. Now, if you are a parent or thinking about being a parent or just interested in the education system at all, this episode is going to be for you. We're going to discuss what is going on in the current system of education. What is the best place for you to put your kids and support them in any way that they might need so that they can have the best chance for success? And to dive into this topic, since I don't have any kids and I'm not in education, I have brought in a friend and guest, Carlina Evans. She is the founder of Kidsplosion, which enables youth to discover, develop, and display their talents. Uh, the CEO is on a mission to serve in every country on earth, and she's in multiple right now. So we are going to dive into education, how you can support your kids in the best way possible, because everybody's different. Everyone learns different. And I'm excited to hear where youth education is heading. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Carlina. Well, hello. It's such a pleasure to be here. You know, there's so many great things I can say, but I'll just start with hi. Good to meet you. Good to see you. Good to be here. And it is what, 2.30 a.m. where you are right now in Uganda? Is that correct? Actually, I'm in Dubai. Uh, but yeah, it, it is. I'm eight hours ahead. So it is 2.30 a.m. So, you know, I'm here. I'm, well, I'm here. <laughs> bless your heart for staying up with me and for the audience and for delivering the energy that you've already come out of the gate with. And you're, you've been in this space for a while. You're in multiple countries. You've been educating the youth for several years now. So give me kind of the, the summary. How did you get to where you are today in multiple countries, educating kids all over the world? How did you become this? Where did, where did you start? Well, uh, well, you know, okay. Well, as far as educating kids, I get the distinct pleasure of educating children on who they are. And that is a massive component missing from education. So education is obviously valuable and it's important. You need English, you need history, you need you know, all of the, the fundamentals of education, but something that is missing is what I would say is self-education. And self-education in a nutshell is, you know, explosion. What we do is make sure that all of the youth of the world, okay, not just the privileged, not just the underprivileged, but every child on the planet, that's the goal, is aware of their gifts, talents, and abilities. And it has been proven after 13 years of doing this that when you are fully aware of yourself, uh, you are better prepared for literally everything else in life. You do better at, in your academics. You're more confident. You're uh, more assured in yourself. And so there are so many success stories that have come out of this. And honestly, we're just having a ball because the one thing that everyone loves is celebrating themselves and their gifts, talents, and abilities. So you've been doing this for 13 years. Wow. I'm sure you've seen all kinds of stuff in the space of education. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like one of the main frustrations with the current system of education is that they expect everybody to fit in this small lane of this is how you should learn. This is how we're going to teach you. You're going to take this standardized test. 
And obviously we're all different. You know that we've all got our strengths. We've all got our weaknesses. And it seems like people like yourself with companies like Kidsplosion are going to be the future because you're able to solve for that and help people identify their gifts, uh, embrace their differences and point them in a direction that's going to be best suited for them. So tell me briefly or take your time, but how do you do that? How, how are you able to support kids that learn differently and have different strengths? Well, it's super easy because everyone is different. And so because everyone has their own gifts and abilities, it's not anything close to the challenge of a, uh, a, a typical educator. So in regular education, you have one box, you have one thing, and you have to get that thing uh, to each child, right? right. And, I'm, and I, obviously, I'm, my background's education, my master's education, I've taught you know, every grade, so I absolutely understand that. It can be a challenge because you have so many different learning disabilities. You know, there's, there's disabilities, there's advantages, and you're trying to get everyone the same package. What Kidsplosion is, we, uh, the analogy I use, we're a bag, but instead of us handing it to the children, we're actually going in with an empty bag and they're giving us the information. And well, what is that information? Well, who are you? And so that's a foreign concept to children because honestly, when they're, you know, say seven, eight years old, all they know is, okay, you're going to give me stuff, right? So they kind of come in waiting to be receiving information. Okay. What are you going to give me? What are you going to give me? And it's a very uh, unique and fun like uh, switch when it's like, you know what? This actually isn't about, you know, what we're giving you. This is actually about what you're going to give to us. What do you have to offer the world? What is it that you love? We do that by offering a variety of all types of different courses, classes. We, we bring in uh, experts in the community from different fields. Everything from art to karate to dance to magic to video production to uh, it's almost like, I guess, a college where, you know, you have all these options, but they're children. So everything we're doing is introductory level to introduce them to these different options and creative. You know, it's just so much. We have debate. We've had nail hair design, volleyball, sports. It, it's awesome because you're working with the community that's already around you to come in, work with the kids, allow your passions to now shine with them. They find out what it is they love. Then they go and take part in those classes. Uh, what Kidsplosion is, of course, I, I may have said it already, but it's the three D's. We discover, develop, display talent. So you discover your talent by taking a variety of courses. You develop your talent by now being in those classes and learning and developing. And then, of course, you display your talent by way of our events or whatever it is that we're doing at the end of that particular program. We offer this in the form of child care, depending on the type of year. So in the summer, we have summer camps. That's our biggest season because, of course, the kids are out of school. Uh, during the year, we have after school. We also have weekend care. Uh, but pretty much any time the children are not in school, they're going to come see us and help and sharpen their own gifts, their strengths and abilities. Very cool. So just to kind of piggyback, this is not a replacement for traditional elementary, middle, high school. This is a supplement for kids who really want to go ahead. This is the missing subject. Yeah. Th this is that thing that's missing because you need to know who you are. Yeah, no, I agree. And it sounds almost too good to be true, right? You kind of choose the classes that you want to take, what you're interested in, and then you have 
someone guide you along that path, show you what your career trajectory might look like, what you need to do to achieve that. Uh, absolutely incredible. Talk to me a little about the curriculum. Is that something that you designed on your own? And how long did that take? What was that process like? I love I love this. So the curriculum is definitely designed by myself, uh, my master's is education. And so everything that we do, the, regardless of what it is, it's designed to where there's a variety of different strengths where people are working together. Uh, for example, one thing that we have, we have a class called KPS 101. And in this class, we ask the students, uh, depending on you know how many, what is something that you love? So we have our readers, right? We have math, we have science. Uh, we now have our writers, our actors, our dancers. We put these groups together and in a group, you have one of every different type of talent or gift. They then have to work together to do certain presentations, but everyone has to use their talent in order for that particular presentation. And then we have awards and incentives, of course, for the best group to present something. Uh, some of the things that we've done, like uh, a presidential campaign. So that means like now imagine in your group, that means who is the best speaker or debater, right? Who is your artist? Because then they can create the campaign. Who is your hype man, so to speak? Who's your who's your promoter? Who's going to do the best job at making sure everyone is excited uh, or your social life? Uh, and see, these are just different types of things that we do to help pull the talent out of the children. Because, again, this is a new concept a lot of times. So they've done group projects, but they've probably never done something specific to their gifts and talents. Uh, it's funny and sorry for being skeptical a little bit, but if I was, you know, uh, a third grader, I like skeptics <laughs> and you offered me <laughs> debate, volleyball and you know, fun stuff versus not traditionally fun classes. Do you see a big difference with like a ton of students signing up for the fun sports activities and not a lot of students signing up for the more educational career oriented classes? That's a, that's another good question. Okay, so it believe it or not, it changes with age. So younger kids are more likely, right? They're just like, oh, I'm going to do it because they did it. So they're going to like pick the fun stuff. But the beautiful thing as we, you know, as we age, as we mature, uh, you really do start to kind of find your own way. And so usually around the time 11, 12, they're doing what it is they really love because there's a high chance there's someone else like them for example, like chess. Chess isn't the most popular, but there's all, whenever we have a chess team or chess tournament, those people definitely find their way, even though it's it's hard because the competition might be water day or swim day. That's a tough one, okay? Well, you know, when you're 11 and 12. <laughs> yeah. But if it if as you age and you you know you mature, it's like no, but I really love this. I really and see that's the beauty of kids explosion. You get those options. Whereas school, you see, everybody kind of just does whatever the next thing is. Here, you have options. So if you're really into chess, you're willing to take that sacrifice and maybe not play that game that time. But you're going to. Why? Because that's it's in you. And that's that's what we're here to do, to make sure that everyone's doing those things that are in them, you know, to do and giving them opportunities to do it. That's beautiful. And. I guess since you started this, have you seen a lot of success with the students who are graduating or coming through this program? What kind of results are you seeing from these students? Are they pursuing careers in the activities that they're interested in and in, in Kidsplosion or elsewhere? That, you know, that's one of my favorite things about this. Uh, OMG, seeing it, you see, because it 
to do this is a lot of sacrifice. I, obviously, there's a lot of travel. There's a lot of, you know, I'm all over the place, the late nights, et cetera, et cetera. But when you see the impact and when you see, you, it's just like, this, this, this makes sense. Uh, but to answer your question, it's, I guess one, one success story is actually when we were early on, uh, there was a, a young girl and she was bigger. She was heavier and, you know, not a lot of confidence. And so somehow, I mean, she became our superstar dancer. You could not tell her a thing. Okay. She, so we get to the end. And her mom is crying. Like, she's just like, what did you do? Like, you've turned her into, you know, she's so confident. And she just wants to dance. She's not afraid. She's not, like, believing, oh, somebody's looking at me. It, it Having an environment where we're celebrating everyone for who they are, we're obviously a safe place. You know, you're obviously not going to be looked down on or anything. Uh, it, it now created this fierce, you know, confident person to where, she, her, her mother, and this is not just her, it's so many, but, but that was for me like the most dramatic. Um, her, her mother, you know, is crying like, what did you do to turn this person into another person? And so to see those types of things happening, you know, year after year, month after month, another amazing retention is the teenagers now who have grown up in the kids' explosion, how much they want to come back and volunteer. And so having done this so many years, it's beautiful because, you know, I don't even really have to seek or look for volunteers or help because we have more than enough. The, the, the sad part is that we can't take everyone. You know, we have more than enough teens who just want to come and give back because they enjoyed the program and they're having fun. Uh, who I just had, uh, you know, a manager of a location who came through. She started as a child running, you know, in the program. Then she advanced. She was a teen counselor. And this summer her, was her first summer running a location. Nailed it. She, she nailed it. Okay. <laughs> Better than the adults. I was even like, who girl, home girl could run a camp. So the bottom line is uh, that's the beauty of this. It's the retention. It's it's them coming back. It's those kids seeing how drastic. I always say I know kids, explosion kids like our kids because they come in red. They they like, hey, this 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 place is for me. You know, this is where I feel comfortable. I'm at home. I'm gonna have a good time. And and at the end of every program, whatever the program is that we do, you know, everybody ends up being like that. It's a, a beautiful story you told about, you know, the overweight girl finding her passion and gaining that confidence. I think it's hard for people to be confident without having something that they're passionate about, uh, finding what their their talent might be. Uh, it creates like a sense of worth and purpose. And without experimenting with these different things and being given these options at different paths, it's hard for people to find those things, especially now when there's so much going on with social media and whatnot. Uh, so I can imagine this being a really great tool for for youth nowadays. Uh, one other thing that I wanted to to bring up and speak about, because this is a, a debate that I have with my friends on an ongoing basis, specifically the ones with kids who are kind of fed up with the public school system, with the curriculum that they're learning. And we talk about options that are out there for educating kids the way we want them to be educated, the parents want and getting them enrolled in classes that are actually going to be beneficial for them and in, in practical real life. Uh, so I wonder what your thoughts are on kind of the modern public school system 
uh, what they're being educated on, like the subjects. And if you see any innovation coming that way in the future and what that innovation might look like. It's a heavy question because yep. there are so many opinions, you know, abroad. But the, the the easiest thing I would say, you know, any system education wise is going to be missing something if you're going to erase or uh, not focus on the student themselves. Right. So at some point you, you're going to have to include or or find important uh, individual gifts, talents, abilities. Of course, I'm going to say that. Uh but it's it that's a heavy topic because there's so many ways we can go. I know when you say that for me, I know being world traveled and seeing so many different things, I'm oftentimes um, disappointed with the American, you know, just a simple public education anyway, because we're very limited compared to the rest of the world. Simple things like we learn, you know, inches and feet where they're literally, literally the rest of the world is meters. And so already we're, we're learning something drastically different Then, of course, history. You know, that's another hot topic because obviously we're not taught properly our history. We're not taught properly the things that are going on around the world. Um, it's so so that that's just already I think we should be more globally minded, more respectful of other cultures. Uh, more aware of the things that are going on around us, just as a American education system. Uh, also coming from education, of course, that's my area. Just to tell you, uh, I'm not sure what it is now, but some years ago, we're ranked 27th in the world uh, as far as our quality of education, which is so, it's kind of disappointing considering we're definitely at the top in a lot of other areas. So for us to have, be such a powerful country, it's kind of scary that we're not powerful in terms of education, which speaks to some actions and things that we see right in government. And it's just not good. So it's like, if you're going to have power, you need to also be smart. You need to know what to do with that power. You need to be properly educated. Uh, and so anyway, it's a gray area, truly. Our education system in the U.S. absolutely is lacking in, in several areas. But I can tell you at least what we're doing, you know what I mean? The good part of what we're doing in the U.S. and abroad is really focusing on the child themselves. And as long as the child is, is put first, not necessarily the information. Is the information important? Yes. You know what? It's kind of like driving. You you. Every you obviously need to know how to drive. I mean, you know, you get in a car, you need to know how to drive, but but you do need two legs. You know, you do need eyes. You do need hands. It's like kids' explosion is the hands, the legs, the eye. Let's start here. You see, now you take what you have and apply it to something new that you learn. And I I, I just think that you you gotta start somewhere. You you gotta start somewhere. So that's where we come in. So. As 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 gray as the current education system is, at least we are a, a glimmer of light. You know, we're a glimmer of hope because at least we are focusing on the, the child themselves. And that definitely is a good start. Right. And, and somebody needs to. I guess one of the other things that I had in, in mind when we were speaking about individual care and even pre-episode, one of my concerns was 
like obviously I, I I'm fortunate enough to have the means to educate my child in any way that I see fit. I'm going to be able to have them in private school. I'm going to be able to enroll them in beneficial uh, things like Kidsplosion. However, not everyone is so lucky. Uh, so I wonder if this is going to create a massive problem with, you know, very wealthy, well-off people being able to access this, have the best education for their kids and people who are not get left behind and end up kind of forgotten about in the system. So tell me about that. Uh, are we headed for kind of a, a disaster there? Do you think there's something that can be done or what are you doing to, to further that? Well, I mean, literally, that's what I do is offer programs, you know, in privileged areas. So that's one of the reasons we're in Dubai. It's closer to our impoverished area. And here, of course, we can run paid programs just like we do in the U.S. So you offer the paid programs and we offer the exact same programs in underprivileged areas. So we are a unique uh, way of serving all. Um, but yes, in the regular education system, of course, it is privy to the privileged, and that's a massive problem. But yet, it kind of still shines light on what we do because those children in the impoverished areas, even if they don't have access to quality education, they still have gifts, talents, and skills inside of them. And it's those exact skills that oftentimes take care of them. So, that's all the more why you see going this route as far as how we're educated is so relevant because like you said, everybody does not have access to the best education. So this is all the more why, right? Are people who may be good at uh, creating things? Well, we need to give them those skills and help them to create because they still need to be able to make a living and take care of themselves regardless of, you know, where they were born. And so that's yet another reason why it's so important uh, that this program is everywhere and not just for the privileged or not just for those who are able to, you know, uh, pay for it. Right. And what you're doing, offering the same program for low income areas, uh, I'm sure you're leaving a lot of profit on the table by doing that. Uh, yes. So I, I think one of the solutions is more people like you, frankly. Uh, so thank you for for what you're doing there. What drives you to have done, built what you've built, gone into these different countries, uh, doing this for low-income areas, low-income children? Uh, what is kind of your driving force, your goal here? I like that. Uh, well, be honest with you, the way it started, uh, this is something that I did not come up with or create on my own. Um, I absolutely was chosen for it. Uh, but what happened was I, I call it like the two finger tap from God. You know how somebody taps you on the shoulder, like, Hey, let me talk to you for a minute. It was kind of like, Hey, let me talk to you. I'm like, um, what are we going to talk about God? You know what's going on? And it was around four in the morning. And I saw like, it, it's one of those things where I just, I saw it. I saw children dancing and, and art. And I'm just like, what the heck is going on? And as sure as I'm talking to you, I heard, he said, you got to tell them who they are. Like, they don't know who they are. Or it was like, a, like there's gifts inside of them, but they don't know it. Meaning adults as well. Uh, and so it was just, shocking, alarming. Um, it was, it was a whole lot of things because what I saw, I would have never imagined, you know, I would be the person behind it. But, but the point of the matter is it was so perfect and amazing and beautiful 
that I had to see it. I had to, to, to carry it out. Uh, and so it makes this now more a mission, which is even more why money isn't really the, the, you know, the bottom line here. It's, it's right. certainly more a humanitarian effort um, to make sure, right, at this, this, what I saw anyway, to make sure that everyone knows who they are, at least while I'm here. Uh, so it's kind of like, I know my mission, you know, it's been given to me, it's been shown to me. And it, obviously he picked the right one. Cause I, I was just crazy enough. Cause you gotta be a little crazy to do this. Uh, I was, I was just like, I was like just enough of everything. Like, you know what? I think this might work. Cause you gotta be off, you know, to actually think, wait, this is going to work. And, and it's, Honestly, I cannot. It's the best decision I made. The what? Thirteen years later, what? Seven countries later, I'm still here. <laughs> so, you know, I did not have the resources certainly at that time. In fact, I was recently divorced. My son was two. I was in grad school. I mean, you're. It was just how in the world. But the point is, um, in doing this, this mission, you know, this vision it proves that uh, there obviously is a power bigger than us. And if there's something that is supposed to get done, doors are always going to open for it to continue to get done. And so I'm, I'm just an advocate for, you know, uh, the greater good uh, there, there definitely is, you know, a force of good and he definitely can and will choose us to do certain things. What drives me honestly is what I saw. I, I want to see what I saw completely manifested on this earth. And um, the fact that I'm seeing it now truly is enough to, for me to keep going. It really is. Like, I love that every story. new country. Yes. Every new country I go into is like, this is, this works here too. You know, like for example, uh, us, like, okay, you know, we have our kids, our kids are naturally more creative. We're naturally more, you know, accepting of other cultures, you know, we're kind of just the cool kids anyway of the world. So I'm like, okay, it's going to work us. I know they understand us. But then when you go to like Asian countries and it works and, or you're in Africa and it works and you're in the middle East, which is more conservative, you know, and it works. It's like, no, we, we want to have fun too. Like, wait, y'all want to have fun too? Oh, we can have fun. <laughs> so that that's my favorite part. No matter where I am on this planet, the children all still have gifts, talents, and they just want to have fun and and share their gifts. And and hey, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So it, it's it's a welcome service. Obviously, I like to say I sell happiness and I give some away too. So <laughs> it's it's fun. You know, I'm just having fun. It's I'm motivated anyway. Such a yes. cool company with what you get to do and accomplish and see these kids have so much fun and evolve and grow. Now, I, I do have a question from a business perspective, kind of entrepreneur yes. to entrepreneur. You're in yes. seven countries. That's that's crazy. Why did you decide to take this so international? Uh, what has that experience been like from a legal perspective, kind of getting... Good question. I, I would have no idea what it would take to go to... Saudi Arabia and start a business, but you had right. to do that seven separate times. Uh, yeah. And not only that, you're, you're going through massive cultural changes. You're educating yes. children from very different cultures. So what, what has that been like? And what is kind of your reasoning there that you would cross country borders so often? Yeah. Well, I'm kind of scared to give all my secrets, you know, cause then everybody. <laughs> How's the time? <laughs> well, to be honest. Uh, okay. 
being licensed, um, I, there is a strategy with everything, but being licensed in different countries, it is going to be easier in some countries than others, right? It's going to be a uh, lower cost, you see. So uh, I, can, I can say that as far as licensing uh, and being able to, to, to run the business in different countries. Uh, also, different countries, of course, the, the, the money is going to be different exchange rate in U.S. dollars. So, you know, that also plays a factor. So if we're in certain countries where the dollar is very strong, it makes it you're able to do it because it's, it's not a high cost. Uh, so I do look forward to being in more privileged countries, you know, where there's a stronger dollar, because then now, honestly, it's going to be a lot more revenue. Right now, we're obviously in U.S. and newly in Dubai. Uh, so we're just getting started here in Dubai. And so with that being said, let's look at two countries that are more now. OK, now we're talking about the the, the, the money part. The other countries, it's more more or less um, humanitarian type of you see what I'm saying as far as cash flow, et cetera. Uh, as far as the drive behind it, well, that's natural. All children need to be, you know, they all, we all, they all need this service. They all need, so it is it, natural. And to be honest, it's easier uh, in countries where the U.S. dollar is stronger. And so it does make it doable. Right, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a whole lot more. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like what the, uh, but but now the question, how I do it, honestly, I don't even know. So I can't even. <laughs> I tell you, when I figure it out, I'm a call, and then we're gonna do another. Any, I, when I, because I don't even know to be honest. I just keep going. Somehow I just I sleep when I can. I get up and I just keep going. Uh, no, but some of the most successful helps. entrepreneurs that I've talked to have also claimed that their motivation comes from a tap on the shoulder, divine inspiration, whatever you might call it. You're probably yeah. one of 10 that I've had on this podcast or talked to at various conferences who are hyper successful. I don't know how to initiate that or trigger it for somebody, but if you could bottle that, I think that's probably a part of where it comes from. And uh, like you said, I think he chose correctly and I think he or she, uh, and that's it. It's a beautiful thing to have because uh, you're never going to lose that motivation that comes from such a pure place. That is so true. That is, it is a pure place. And I, I think it definitely matters when it's not uh, a human, you see, cause like human motivation, human is, is oftentimes somewhere in their selfishness, right? Like somewhere, right? I, well, I don't want to work. I want to go to sleep or I don't want to do this. I want to eat. I, man, I'm tired of this. You see. So, but when it's not you, it's different. It's going to get done anyway. And so I like that you said that there's others as well, because, yeah, when it's not you, it, it really does change what you're able to accomplish. It's quite amazing, to be honest. It's fascinating, even to me. So I don't know how I do it. I'm just here. But you know what? Honestly, it helps because I'm having fun. So, you know, if you have fun every day, I guess you can just do it all because you just acting crazy. I so look, I, I like to have fun, you know, and, you know, what? Somebody just said, girl, you always doing something. Because I'm in this like acrobat class thing where I'm swinging around and stuff. And they like, how you just, I said, now how am I going to have fun with the kids if I don't know? You know, I got to know. I got to know what's out here, you know? So I got to swing too and just be doing stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, you take all then, the classes yourself. <laughs> yes, I got to do all the fun stuff so I can, I got to stay fresh and stay current. And then, you know what I just did? This was so fun. I did fine because I've been wanting to, uh, like, don't, okay, this is my thing. 
You know how you go to see the dolphins and then the dolphins, like, they swim with, and then it looked like the person is a superhero or something and the dolphin yeah. is swimming under them? That's like one of my, and, I, and granted, you know, it, it, I know it doesn't look like that would be something I would do, but it's just, you know, I want to do it. It's so cool. So I go to the dolphin shows and I'm like, man, I want to swim with dolphins. I want them to, like, make me fly like that. And then you do that. Anyway, I finally did it. So I am like, on a million right now, I you know I put it on Instagram. I was like, "OMG, I was with some dolphins, y'all." I did. <laughs> so Man, like, I want to do that too. <laughs> I know they're like, "Why are you doing something crazy every day?" I'm like, "I have to to stay current." You know, I gotta stay current. So even that, let me tell you, even my research is fun. I gotta have research because I might need some dolphins one day, right? With the kids, I have some dolphin trainer kids that say, "Oh, I want to be." I'm like, "Oh, I got something for that." I got, you know what? Let me call my homeboy. He's over here with the dolphins. <laughs> so truly, it's I'm having fun anyway. So it's all good. It's all good. Like I, you said, it. I, he got the right one. He or she. Yep. And never lose that inner <laughs> child. I feel so bad for people who can't go back to like childhood days, enjoy something like riding with the dolphins and have an awesome time. Uh, I think yes. it's important for you to maintain that as you're interacting with these kids and expected to get yes. through to them and guide them. Uh, and I don't think you're going to lose it anytime soon. Just from talking to you. Nah. Nah. No, <laughs> no, I'm, I look, I'm, I'll be 70, 80. I'm going to still be fine. Still doing what I do. Like, come on y'all. We going. So I, it's, it's all good. Like, yeah. Paulina, <laughs> what's next for Kidsplosion? What's your vision? What's your like 10-year goal? I want to I want to hear what the end result of this is going to be. Yay! <laughs> I hope that I hope y'all ready for this cuz y'all got to sit down for this one. <laughs> the goal, the whole the whole thing I, before I leave this earth, okay? My goal is to serve every country on the planet Earth. Oh, I could really go some, you know, big goal. In fact, this was our theme this summer. I, I can go real big. I don't know if I should give it all to you, but let me start with, because <laughs> I'm actually on the moon somewhere already in my head, but let's just stay with Earth, okay? Um, I want to make sure in all sincerity that I touch. Now, we may not be licensed in every country, but I physically want to touch children, lit not like in a bad way, no sick stuff. <laughs> Good <laughs> touch. I want to, yes. I want to make sure that children in every country on the planet has has had, you know, the experience of explosion that we came through. We had a great time and I celebrated who they are, you know, whatever gifts, talents and abilities they have, whether we do that by way of, you know, fun events, because there's all kinds of, like I said, things we do, whether we offer programming. And so it's actually a personal goal of mine to do that before I leave. So I have a big job to do. Uh, I did make some headway, though, because we were uh, a a registered business with Expo 2020 in Dubai. And so it was so awesome having access to every country on the planet. And so I made sure that we put in, you know, good information and documents with so many countries. And we are officially invited to 28. OK, so we got 28 down. I. Uh, we already did Uganda in May, so now we're licensed there. And the goal is just to keep going and keep going and hit up every single country, starting, of course, with the ones we're invited to. Uh, hit every country and just continue to serve the globe uh, and, and, and do what we do. So that's definitely a personal goal of mine uh, to, to touch every country before, you know, before it's all said and done. And obviously to, to continue to, you know, actually run programs in every country, that would be ideal. 
But as long as we see them all, and as long as we got kids explosion in all of them, then I know my work has been done. And, you know, children are flourishing and, and, and confident in who they are. Uh, I have no doubt you're going to achieve that goal and more. How many countries are there? Do you know? Off the top yeah, of your Well, head? there's one. Yes. You, now you know I know. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> I'm checking them off. I'm right. like, okay. Uh, 195. All right. That's doable. Yes, it anything, is. It is doable. It is, is. Is there anything that I or our listeners can do to help you reach that goal to get to 195 countries? And yes. with most of our listeners in the United States, I'd also like to know if where your locations are and where people can find more if they're interested in enrolling their kids in Kidsplosion. Okay, well, let's start there. So right now we do uh, annually, we have our contract still in Georgia, USA, which is the Atlanta area, Gwinnett County. Gwinnett County is actually the number one recreation uh, in the U.S., right? Yeah, parks and recreation. So their recreation centers are very nice. Uh, so we do offer multiple locations in the Gwinnett County area each summer. So if you are in that area, you got to come and check us out. Find somebody that's come through Kids Explosion. They're going to say great things. And that's that. Uh, the other question you asked was, cause you're going to say it again. So the second one is how can you enroll your kids in Kidsplosion? Find out more Atlanta. So if you, if you live around the Atlanta area, that, that answers that question. The second is how we can support you in your journey to 198 countries. Yes. It's, it's 195, but you, you know what, in the next couple of years, it might be three more. Cause you know, people want independent and stuff. Yep. I heard California ready to move over. <laughs> hey, I understand. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. The time difference is getting to me. All right. How can we support? Okay. Well, you know, I wish the answer wasn't money. I wish that we can accomplish this in, in hugs. I do. I do, but um, you know, this is what it is in this country. I mean, in this country, in the world, it ain't just the country, this the whole world. It is what it is. Okay. Um, how the quickest, easiest way certainly is to please, you know, go to the website, kidsplosionusa.com and go to donate and and see all of the amazing things we're doing. I just had a cool, groovy meeting. I gotta say groovy. I use 70s pun when I'm tired. Uh <laughs> I had a groovy meeting. Which wasn't really groovy because it's kind of sad. But no, I had a cool meeting, though, uh, all about uh, Mumbai, India. And there's large amounts of children there who, unfortunately, now this is not groovy, but unfortunately, their parents are uh, prostitutes or their mom is prostitutes. And now these children, uh, obviously, I mean, all children, but obviously they need to know their gifts, talents and abilities because obviously we do not want them to go in the same path. Uh, some of these children, most of them don't know their father, right? They're they're just kind of out here. And this the, these are just classic reasons why it's like, this is why we need kids closure. We need to go love on our children in India. We need to go love on them. We need to make sure they're aware of their gifts, talents, and abilities, that they're flourishing, help teach them some trades so that they can go and support themselves, you know, in a better way. So this is all the reasons why you see we got to continue to support kids explosion because when I say the money goes literally directly uh, to our impoverished areas, it truly, truly does. It, every time we're offering programs, that's where the money is going. So go on, please continue to support, donate. Uh, we also have a Uganda drive happening right now. Uh, our, our babies in Uganda, unfortunately, only 17% make it to secondary school. 17%, that's middle school. 
Yeah. Uh, even myself, I, my son is 16. He's in 11th grade. I couldn't imagine him having to stop in the sixth grade. You see, there, there's so much more information you need in middle school. So the, the point is uh, we we're raising funds, of course, so more children in Uganda can actually finish school. Gifts, talents, and abilities are important. Education is too. You need both of them. Kind of like, like I said, driving a car, you need arms and legs. That's us. But you also need a car, right? <laughs> you need to put gas in the car. It's a whole process. It's a whole system. So yes, we're important. You need legs and arms and eyes. You clearly need us. But if you want to get somewhere, you need the car, you need gas. That's education, right? So you need to be educated. And it saddens me uh, in Uganda where, where so few are, are actually able to be educated because of money. So there's all kinds of things to give to. We are, of course, uh, in U.S., a 501c3 nonprofit, Kids Explosion Nation. So feel free to donate. When you donate, you will receive an email. Uh, obviously for tax purposes, letting you know exactly what your donation was and a, a kind thank you. And so we hope you certainly please go to the website, donate uh, and follow us, add to our email list so that you know what new countries we're going into and what we're doing. Uh, hey, Carlina, God bless you and the work you're doing. If you're listening to this and you want to go support, all you have to do is click on the show notes. I'll drop the link right there. And this is an awesome conversation. I learned a lot. Uh, what you're doing is I hope going to inspire some of the entrepreneurs listening to this. There's a lot of ways to make money, but it's not always about the money. There's a lot of work that needs to be done in this world. And Carlina, you're, you're championing part of that work. So I uh, commend you for it. Uh, and if you've been listening to this and you enjoyed the episode, please be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review and go follow Carlina on Kidsplosion. Thank you guys. Yeah. I'll see you in the next episode. You guys, if you loved this episode, do me a favor and click on the link in the description and head over to our exclusive Mentors Collective Facebook community where I post every single day and I give tons of value that I do not post in this podcast. Seriously, if you love this show, you are not going to want to miss that group. You'll also be able to connect with me personally, ask questions, and get access to a ton of free resources that I give out. All right, guys, again, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace out, Mentors. Mentors.